Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Wade Ford Tailgate here here with Radio 92.9 The Game. You got to wait for the music. I, I, well, I, I didn't know. I'm new at this. They're going to play you in, Mark. It's, it's, my, it's my rookie. Uh, <laughs> it's my first start of the season. <laughs> That's right. Me and we got our own Taylor Heineke here on the set. <laughs> It is the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. You have a lot more. You have got a lot of potential. We think uh, you could you. potentially be the long-term fixture here. You know, Wade we Ford. Got those. We're on a week-to-week basis here, so we'll see. Wade Ford, Atlanta's Ford dealer here, uh, bringing you the, the, the great morning show alongside Smoker Joe Patrick. I'm Mark Zeno. Great to be with you guys as always. Uh, Falcons and Vikings coming up at one o'clock. Of course, you get the, uh, the the big national pregame show or the network pregame show yeah, coming up at eleven yeah. o'clock. That. Harper LaBelle stepping up to the big to the big show. Yeah, you know, listen, uh, you know, every now and then, some days you just hope to get called up to the big leagues, right? right? And uh, <laughs> it's just not not in the cards for you, right, Joe? Hey, we we we, we got cr- up, we, crashed, we, got, we got up to high A. I'm, we got cr- I'm Crash Davis, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there is that. All right. Um, speaking of crashing, the Falcons' offense has done that uh, for a better part of this year, and for a team with a lot of expectations and a team with a lot of talent. On the offensive side of the ball, the production in a po- from a point standpoint has not matched what we've seen. Yeah, and look, I, I I have somebody who has always said, look, coaches are open for criticism for a lot because in reality, a coach is everything is responsible for everything a team does and fails to do. And I think most NFL coaches would agree with that. Yep. Now, all that said, not everything is the coach's fault. Um, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken you know what like with the offensive line is when you literally can't block anybody yeah it doesn't matter what play you call because you're always going to be in a negative situation all that said you know i was somebody who expected a lot more out of this offense now full disclosure joe and i think you know this because you and i spent some time together i like arthur smith i like him a lot i love him too i think he's really smart um I don't know where the fans in this town believe that he's condescending or that he is mean or whatever. Like, I think Arthur Smith is a very genuine individual and a guy who's very likable. It's very uh, it's interesting that you point that out. What I have found is the entire, the people in that media room all love Arthur Smith. You know, like, like I feel like we have a much, much different perspective yep. and relationship with him than fans outside the building who maybe take his words and... You know, it, it gets thrown into their mind and their own preconceived notions about who he is and what this team is and all that, and it kind of and it comes and it produces some other emotion than what we have. Can I tell which you is something else? I, I want to move on from this, but I'll tell you one more other thing. Yeah. Okay. If the guy's record was you know winning at sixty five percent, 
instead of winning at 55%. Yeah. yeah. The words he says, I love our coach. Uh, exactly, he's cool. Exactly. He's cool. Man, <laughs> I love a, his attitude, what a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Just, he, he doesn't take no crap from nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, 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 awesome out coach. I mean, and that's, and that's and listen, uh, that's what makes fans fans, right? You guys sure. just, you, you're loopy about this stuff, and I don't, I, you know, I, I don't relate to it. Sorry, I don't get it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where Arthur Smith, I think, is the right guy for this team. That said, Kurt Warner took to social media, former uh, Super Bowl champion quarterback and Hall of Famer, although he probably doesn't belong there, um, you know, uh, took to, to, to Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it now, to break down what he's seeing from the Falcons' offense. Quote's a little bit lengthy, but I want you to hear Kurt Warner's comments yeah. on Arthur Smith and his scheme. This is what I'm talking about. It's really tough to, you know, to, to have a quarterback that's benched when I'm seeing different things like this. So this is the first pass of the game, first play of the game for Atlanta. So they're going to fake the toss here, and they're going to run a play-action play where – I mean, just look at these guys. These guys are all going down the field, and they're trying to take a shot. And they got nobody blocking this backside defensive end. Now, <laughs> nobody. I mean, maybe this guard here is supposed to peel back and block that guy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, good job getting rid of the ball. But, I mean, if he holds it to try to let something happen with all of this stuff going on here, he's getting killed by a backside defensive end. Okay, and so you didn't see the play he was breaking down, but you heard him say, this guy's not being blocked. Yeah, yeah. This guy is not being taken care of. Maybe somebody's supposed to be in the wrong spot, but it's hard to tell when you watch it on tape really what it is. And unfortunately for fans and everybody else, all they do is focus on the quarterback and the ball and the result. Yep. Right? They don't care about the process. Yep. Um, And that's okay, but if you're going to judge a coach properly, the process is more important than the results. Which, again, fans don't understand. I just want a W. I don't care. I just want to win games. I don't care. It's not that simple in the NFL, Joe. Yeah, 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 totally. And, again, talking about it's not that simple, I think that there's a lot of different ways that that particular play and some of the other ones that Kurt Warner you know, laid out in that video could could have broken down and where the breakdowns actually were in the plays. And so, for example, so in that play, there's basically just a free they, – they've got a bunch of guys in the line of scrimmage, like six guys like you know lined up on the line of scrimmage, and they just have a free rusher coming off the edge. Yeah, you shouldn't have six guys blocking and a free rusher coming off the edge. Yeah, you shouldn't. Because if they're sending seven, that means only four are going out in the secondary. Yeah, you Somebody shouldn't. should be open. Right, right. Or, like, there should be – if you have more guys coming than they than you can block, than you have guys in to block, there should be some hot route coming in that's, that's an easy pit, pitch and catch that goes for some yardage. And that clearly didn't happen there. So where's the breakdown happening? Is it the quarterback not organizing his protection correctly, which is typically – that's quarterback's responsibility to make sure that he's got all the blitzers picked up that they can account for and if somebody comes in that they don't account for that's when they have that hot uh scheme who know like we don't we don't really know and but but i think that people jump to conclusions when they, when they look at some of these things and of course our arthur smith kind of you know stirred stirred the pot a little bit even more on friday when he was talking to reporters this was not on camera but josh kendall had it from the athletics saying that he doesn't give a rat's whatever about what kurt warner <laughs> says from the outside and he shouldn't but you know what i like what, what arthur smith said in 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 this quote um that, that i think people don't look at enough is he said i would love to have kurt warner come down here and i would love to talk to him about uh, you know about our scheme so that he, they have a better people have a better understanding i embrace that kind of thing that's what i love about arthur smith he's actually very open about some of the things that they try to do offensively but i think that when you see some things break down especially in the season when you're going from one game to the next you don't want to give away too much about your scheme but um you know i, I think that there's a reason why they made this switch at quarterback again you have to take all these things into account and you have to realize like 
the the end result of whatever it was that was happening last week resulted in Arthur Smith deciding to kind of pull the the the, the ripcord in case of emergency to replace his quarterback. That's not something he wanted to do. So clearly there was something that Desmond Ritter was doing in that game, whether it was ball protection, which he did lose one fumble, whether it was the pass protection issues that he could have helped with where he got sacked five times. There was something that was going on there that Arthur Smith did not like and thought thinks that maybe Taylor Heineke can do a better job of this week. Well, he's not the only person who thinks that Taylor Heineke could do a better job. Apparently Rich Eisen of the NFL Network, who will uh, call the game that's kicking off in Germany here in moments, apparently said that uh, the, the Taylor Heineke era is beginning? Another quarterback change that's made today. One that I think, Christopher, you and I saw it coming. Oh. Anybody who watches Atlanta Falcons football Seriously. saw it coming. And one of the reasons why I picked Atlanta to win the division this year is I thought at some point the Atlanta Falcons, whether it was by injury to their quarterback that they're hoping is the future or too much erratic play, up and down play for the young quarterback who they hope is their future, that eventually the Falcons would hit the rest of the league with the Heineke. Now it's happening. Right. Okay, I, I just threw up in the bucket. Um, <laughs> you got to be kidding me, Richardson. Are you serious? Like that, and that, that, that had to have been for show. That had to have been for show. Yeah. You cannot legitimately sit here and tell me that you picked the Falcons to win the division because at some point you thought Taylor Heineke was going to be the quarterback. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dear <laughs> Lord, where do we get this stuff? You know, it, 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 first of all, I will say about, about Heineke, he's dealt with the situation extremely professionally. Sure. Even after the game on against Tennessee, he was saying, this is Desmond's team. You know, I'm, I'm just here doing my job. And when he took over and he talked to the media this week, he was saying how he's like, you know, I it, it, this is a tough spot for Des. I really feel for him because this is the kind of spot that Taylor Heineke has been in his entire career. He's kind of been in this situation in limbo where he's kind of coming in to replace someone and then he loses his job eventually. So it's something that he's very familiar with that Desmond Ritter is just kind of, you know, getting the first taste of, especially having after having started at Cincinnati for so long. But the other thing that I really gather is that guys just really like Taylor Heineke. Like, he's just a – he's just a – a cool guy that just you know bonds with teammates really well, and so I think that that will engender a lot of you know goodwill towards him amongst the locker room. And I actually got the sense just talking to some of the pass catchers this week, just like, and this is just me kind of reading into things, but just like hearing Kyle Pitts, I think that they're actually a little bit excited to, to work with a, a quarterback that has a little bit more experience. And, and can I also add one other thing here that's sort of contorting people's view of what's going on because the optics of what they've done and how they've constructed this roster are. Um, you know, are, are, are sort of affecting people's viewpoint, right? Yeah. On the offensive side of the ball, and I'll say this because I said it the day of the draft, and I'll say it again, it was categorically wrong to take Kyle Pitts at four. It was, it was an absolute bad decision to take Kyle, not because Kyle Pitts is a bad player. Right. You just don't take tight ends at four, period. Right. right. End of conversation. So, but between Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson, who, you know, Bijan was the absolute right pick. Um you know, they've, they've put this offense together with a whole lot of weapons, right, and a whole right. lot of skill position players. Yep. This year in the offseason, they went out and spent $100 million on the defensive side of the ball, and it's paid dividends, right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got, you've got a defense that works. You've got weapons that, in theory, work. The only thing you haven't figured out is the quarterback, the offensive line, and for fans out there would question, is the coach the right guy? Yeah. Well, gee, those are three, three, three pretty big big things, don't you think? Like those, you know, kind of are, are the case for most teams that are good versus not good. But I say all that to say is that, you know, when you talk about 
building a team and building a winner. I know we all think it happens in a year, and it sometimes it does, and you know. But you, what you again, what you see is the results. What you didn't see is the process, right? You didn't see what they focused on and how they build. The Falcons have a serious problem on the offensive line, and it's not going to get fixed this year. They have to piecemeal things together. And because their offensive line is average, it's always going to limit what they can do. It's going to keep other teams in games because they can get negative plays on our quarterback, regardless of who it is. And it's going to make it very difficult to play from behind. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think this has been, I think one of the most jarring things for a lot of people, media and fans, has been the play of this offensive line, like you mentioned. Uh, and I think it's because you're going to a, you transition to a different style of offense this year. Last year, and eh, no, not the year before, but last year, you kind of reestablish yourself as this team that wants to be physical, wants to run the ball. That's kind of Arthur's mo. And the offensive line played really well in that style. Uh, and I'm specifically looking at the center position because he's so important to this team. What they want to do in the passing game, we saw the issues crop up again with Drew Dalman in the snaps you know, last, you know last the, week. You know, the funny part is how quickly people forget. You know, I remember, because I was here, um, there was a 2015 Atlanta Falcons team that, you know, went 8-8 eight and eight and just was pretty average. And then they made one addition next year on the offensive line. Remember who that guy was? Who was it? Alex Mack. Oh, yeah. what position? Decent, decent guy. Center? Yeah. And then yeah. what happened? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. offensive line, all five of them started every single game Everyone and went to chilled. a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, you know, again, but let's have revisionist history about, or, or, or let's just look through this through a, a lens of it's the quarterback or it's the coach. I mean, you know, there is a major problem on the offensive line. And I don't know it's going to get fixed anytime soon. And Taylor Heineke is going to find that out today. Now, can Taylor Heineke do something? Taylor Heineke may just turn around and chuck that ball away. Go for it. Yeah. You know, or may just fall down on a ball and take a sack. Because guess what? A five-yard sack is worse than me trying to drop back into the 12 yards and getting hit for, you know, a 15-yard sack. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, there, there are ways to sort of minimize the damage of, of a bad offensive line. But, you know, I'll be curious to see today how much Arthur Smith goes back to the run. If he's going to try to be a lot more run heavy against a very, you know, not good Vikings team, yeah. Um, and if the Vikings blitz at the rate they do, the easiest way to negate that can, is run the ball. You can gash them, yeah. You and you could potentially hit some explosives within the run game if they're blitzing like they think they might this week. And you know, it's funny. Taylor Heineke said this is a team that they might run cover zero on first and ten from the twenty-five after a touchback. <laughs> like they're that crazy that they might do something like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's. It, 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 I just want to get everybody some perspective here on what you're watching and what you're seeing unfold on a week-in, week-out basis. I get the frustration of this team being 4-4, and I get the sense that finally we have a defense and we should be better, and I get the sense that we got all these guys on the offensive side of the ball and we can't get in the ball, we can't score more points. I get all that. But, again, you're in position right now to go get to the playoffs. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Arthur Smith made it to the NFC, uh, AFC Championship game in 2019 when he made a quarterback change in week six, I think, when he benched Mariota with the Tannehill. So there's still so much football to be played, especially for this Falcons with an easy schedule. Absolutely. All right, make sure you guys stay tuned for the Ticketmaster Halftime Show, brought to you by Ticketmaster, the official marketplace of the Falcons and the NFL, alongside Smoking Joe Patrick Bunksano. Back with more here on the Wait For Tailgate Show on Sports Radio, 929 The Game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.